Welcome to hashtag All Podcast Matter presents Movies You Already Seen It Before, an apresu of movies we either loved, hated, or generally forgot about it. This week is loved Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. It, it starts with Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. That's imperative that yeah. Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Like It's like a pimp name slip back. <laughs> it's like, no, say the whole thing. Did he write this? Uh, it's... Uh, it's a Mo- it's a Motown film. I noticed that was in the mm-hmm. credits early on. Like it's like Barry Gordy's the Last Dragon, Timok, a Barry Gordy film, Vanity. Did you write this though? No. Oh, bastard. Some, Why is it your film? Some dude uh, wrote this film because he was watching a Bruce, Bruce I want to say Bruce Lee or a Bruce Lee film, mm-hmm. and something that happened akin to when Show Enough comes into the theater. <laughs> 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 so he's like, I'm writing a movie based on this. <laughs> hey, it worked. Kinda, hey, kind of work. Yeah, like, yeah we're good. We'll talk about that. Yeah, all right. Let's jump in. So, like, movie comes on, and I go for the one thousandth time. <laughs> Barry Gordy's Last Dragon. How many times do you think you've seen this movie? Uh, it was one of those movies that was on TV all the time when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Probably like seventy-five. Mm-hmm. I was going forty. I've seen it a lot. Yeah, I I don't know how many times, but I was thinking forty would be safe. Maybe the greatest soundtrack ever. And we give it to, like, Purple Rain. Purple Rain was the album. Soundtrack full of, like, different stuff. And, like, just for this movie. As Yeah, as we discussed, we, like, when soundtracks, you just create original music for the movie. Mm-hmm. Which, <laughs> as as in with Shaft, is often expositional. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this soundtrack was fun. It's all over the place. I actually own this soundtrack. I actually bought this soundtrack. Damn. Because you can't find it in store, so you have to buy some shit. And Alfie, that's my song. And when that came on the scene, I was like, ah! <laughs> Love this shit. So, um, op- open. Oops. Leeward Green is uh, attempt training with his master. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and this dude just, he's shooting arrows at his ass. I'm like, what the fuck is this training going on? Um, it doesn't seem very practical, but hey, it works, I guess. Yeah. Um, actually, it was it was his final test. And so he's shooting arrows at him, and he's breaking the arrows, and which is dope in itself. And then he catches one arrow at the at the out of the blue, and Master's like, "How'd you know it?" And he's like, "I I just knew to catch it." And it showed him like, "Hey, you know what? You reached the final level. Your mind, body, and soul is what you want." He starts quoting the song. He's like. <laughs> he's like- Power, uh, undivided. <laughs> I'm like, either you've you've reached the highest level, or, or you're good at guessing. Yeah. Now that scene, actually, they did that in real life. It took two hours to film. He caught it. Yeah. He was really catching arrows. Yeah. No bullshit. No bullshit. So Timok was really breaking and catching arrows. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, he's what? Do you, what do you expect? He's the last dragon. <laughs> I know he was dope, but I'm like, I didn't know motherfuckers catching arrows and shit like that. Catches bullets with his teeth? No. <laughs> and so like, my first question is after he catches the arrow is, of course, how does this fit in the Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe? Can't, oh, man. what it, it, Time out could have been Iron Fist. Man, that would have been dope. <laughs> but the, he's a little too old now. Yeah, that's fine. They can do it for the reboot. <laughs> now the master is like, well, you caught the arrow. Your, your training's over. He's like, you're the shit now. And he was like, no, but the glow, I didn't have it yet. Which, uh, if you tell me there's going to be a glow all over my body and I don't, haven't got it, I don't think my training's over. So, like, I really want this glow. I don't know. Like, you told me a lot about this glow and shit like that. I've been through many misadventures and shit. I've been catching bullets <laughs> with the chief. We're going to talk about this later. We've already talked about this shit, and we're going to talk about it later, all right? Uh, this is probably the second show you guys have gotten on The Last Dragon. <laughs> But catches bullets with his teeth, and he drops down, and the master's like cracking up, and he's like always oh, bowing down. You've been watching too many damn movies, it's like bowing down because you feel disapproved. And I was like, oh, get your light skinned ass up, yo house nigga, bowing down. There's no more masters. Be free. You're you're right. He does watch too many movies. You mm-hmm. you answered something else that I wrote down actually. <laughs> I'll bring it up later. Mm-hmm. Now like we're uh, six minutes into the movie, and this is our third. <laughs> it's like third musical montage already. It's definitely a Motown. This, this is a Motown film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I want to say is no, like, I, did, I, well, didn't mean, I didn't mean to skip ahead. <laughs> like, I love how like he was like, "Take this." It was Bruce Lee's, and he, like he just got juice. Like he took his kung fu so seriously 
But then Bruce Lee is just like, well, there's a guy. So he kind of mixed the movie world in there. It was, it was really funny because this, this movie's like making fun of something that's real but not very well known. And we're going to talk about it later. Um, I think the master is just kind of tired of training Bruce Lee War. Maybe, maybe he's been doing it free for years. He's like, mm-hmm. listen, man, you got to get some friends. Yeah, he's you like, gotta- yeah, you, you don't even have a paintbrush. <laughs> Like I, I right like right after this, I think this movie is just for black people. I really think it was just for black people, and maybe uh, New York Asians because they see shit like that. That's kind of what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, just just go find a new master. It's cool. His name is some dumb guy. Mm-hmm. Wink, 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 wink. But uh, just go look for him. It's fine. I wonder if this movie ever released in China, and how it did. How it did. It did overall. It did well. The the, the budget was ten million dollars, and it made thirty three million. Mm-hmm. So that, that's pretty good. And that old money, too. That's old money, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, those super festival effects at the end. <laughs> <laughs> One of the first things I learned how to do when I was using, learn how to use Photoshop was put glows around people. Yep. Hell yeah. Um, is, is the glow, is it like the force? We talk about that later. True. And so, all right, so he goes on another walking montage and he gets to the theater and this is the most rowdy theater I've ever been in my life. Hell, I want to see movies there. Yeah. I, I, we kind of did. when we. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> we, did we, we actually did sit in a movie like that when we were watching the last Dragon the 30th anniversary, which was funny as fuck. Because it was like, whoa, wow, this this is how movies are in this time. Um, everybody's yelling the dream, throwing popcorn. Somebody breaks out and break dancing in the middle of a Bruce Lee movie, and they stopped it. <laughs> everybody in the movie think there's a Kung Fu master. I'm pretty sure that scene was kind of spot on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's, that happened in the 80s. Yeah, there was a tranny in there somewhere. <laughs> um, now this, now earlier you said when you said the master said that Leroy watches too many movies. Mm-hmm. I wrote down, I'm like, so you're in your search for the master, but you stopped to watch a movie. Stop to watch a fucking movie and eat popcorn with chopstick. I'm like, well, he watches too many movies. So there, <laughs> there we go. Like, well. um, so it's like it was the Rowdy's movie theater, but everybody, everybody's in there is a big Bruce Lee fan and shit like that. Uh, and so like the movie, like. Fucks up and then shuts off. Enter the <laughs> villain. Shonuff. He does his who's the master. Shonuff. What I asked was, did somebody go tell the movie projector dude that Shonuff was coming for, and cut the lights so he can make the thing? Maybe the movie projectionist is is down with Shonuff. Like he's in the gang. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like they sent like a, a henchman up there. Like show's going to be there and they threaten him with you know beat ups. <laughs> <laughs> I like how, wait a minute, they're dressed like Andre 3000 in the video for Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty cool. Shoulder that pad. motherfucker <laughs> said the Shogun of Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just stop for the second. This motherfucker said the Shogun of Harlem here. And I was like, hmm. Now, we talked about this for a minute before. <laughs> Shonuff says that he's back. Yes. From where? Jail. Yeah. Now, was he, become, was he becoming the Shogun in jail? Like he had a master in jail? Mm-hmm. I'm... I'm pretty sure he killed his master. There is a there is there is a universe here, and that no one I need is I need to look up uh, Last Dragon fan fan fiction because there's some shit going on here. There is a prequel here, and there's uh, uh, the surely a sequel. The the glow returns. The glow the glow awakens because oh you're right. You feel like we're seeing we're seeing the middle movie. Yeah, we're seeing the middle movie because there is a movie before this that uh, Leroy catches bullets with his teeth. Bullets with his teeth. There is a reason when Shodown went to jail. They've had interaction before. Uh, even one of his henchmen gives exposition through talking, which is my favorite. He says to, about Leroy, that is the only one that stands between show and total domination. And I promptly ask, of what? Like, yeah, when did this happen? Like, what oh, happened? Because you're trying to take control of, like, maybe maybe drugs in Harlem? In, in Harlem? And I, I don't think I don't, he does drugs, but it's know. like... Maybe he wants to be the like I've seen a lot of Japanese uh, Chinese movies where I think this is a, like a, the the trope where the two dojos are fighting for supremacy and there there needs to be one dojo. I've seen this in It Man a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. So I'm pretty sure this is more like the dojo supremacy. Oh wait, I get it now. Yeah. Okay. So Bruce Leroy, he has his own dojo. Yeah. And maybe he makes a lot of money there. Mm-hmm. Or no, maybe they just think like I think it. I really think it's just like an it man thing. Is like show wants to be the best dojo in Harlem, 
and everybody says Bruce Leroy's dojo is the best. And that's why people kept coming at It Man and all the It Man movies, you know, challenging It Man oh, to fight. This is for level of respect. Yeah. And, t- and, and, and T-shirt money. And T-shirt money. And, like, who has the best uh, disciples and everything like that. It also happened with Bruce Lee in real life in Oakland, California, because he was teaching Guaylo. Guaylo is Chinese Mandarin for round eye. Damn, we, damn, we got, like, kind of deep right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We just fan fiction our own movie. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> also, also another theory was that Shono has been traveling. Oh, and my my one more thing is like when he said, uh, "Bruce Leroy stands between Show and total domination." Who the fuck was he talking to? <laughs> like, <laughs> he was like, "I understand this exhibition." <laughs> Who didn't know that in your group? <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you're new today." So that guy right there. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, it's your first day of being a henchman." Yes. Let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you what's happening. <laughs> so moving right along, this motherfucker is eating popcorn with chopsticks. Uh, we see earlier that he carries them all the time. Mm-hmm. He also has an extra pair just in case somebody else wants one. Exactly. And um, Sho comes up to him and Sho wants to challenge him to fight while he's punching in his face and Bruce Lee is not blinking. I can't do If you tell me you're going to do that, I can't not blink. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they did that in a movie. And he does my favorite, one of my favorite lines. This, this <laughs> catches bullets with his teeth. Nigga, please. Like... <laughs> I, I kind of think my only complaint is that he doesn't say that enough. Mm-hmm. Nigga, please, or catch yeah. his bullets with his teeth. Nigga, please. Nigga, please. Maybe two more. Yeah, there's two more. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I like those. I like how some like '80s wrestler dudes come out mm-hmm. and they challenge Shonoff to a fight. Well, first, I actually Shonoff elicits a challenge. He's like, if anybody wants me to, shut well, up. well, somebody told him to sit down and shut up, and he said, "Won't I sit down and what?" He was, he was highly offended. He was like, oh, you guys are being rude. He was like, I'm the show going to Harlem. You don't say that. He said, won't any of you 20 come down? He said, like, matter of fact, won't any of you 30 come down and make me shut up? And then they start running, and the gang was about to fight. And he's like, no, 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 no. I got this. And show promptly beats up a lot of motherfuckers. And he's nice because he didn't, he could have killed a lot of dudes. Yeah, he just he just did some ankle biting. <laughs> when dude knocked him over, he got it the worst. He was like, oh, motherfucker, you kicked me in my chest. And Leroy's like, listen, not fighting is the higher plane. Mm-hmm. I choose, I'm going to choose to leave. Yeah. He's like, I'm getting out of here. And he was like, I will catch you. And then that was the villain number one. Enter, and then we enter subplot. Subplot. Eddie Arcadian, which uh. who, who owns an arcade. <laughs> it's, it's heavily implied. Like the, like his dad, Papa Green, has, has a machine jukebox. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of them in his office. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of implied that he has... He has Possibly a ring of arcades, but he's mm-hmm. trying to break into the music business. Yeah, but I think he's doing well because his office looked dope. It's oh, it's amazing. Yeah, and he has like I'm just gonna assume it was a baby Loch Ness monster in the tank because <laughs> that water was green as fuck, uh, and it's like it's it's huge. I saw the fin one time and it was kind of huge. It shouldn't be in that tank, obviously. You know, Peter would have a field day. It was too small. I want to know what the fuck was in that tank, really. I that live in green water. <sighs> Well, the song, the songstress, should I call her that singer? She's modeled after Cindy Lauper. Mm-hmm. Now she's supposed to be terrible, right? Yeah, but she gets full songs in this movie. Yeah, and I'm like, God damn, this is terrible. And then they have, then they just waste vanity. She sings <laughs> once. I'm like, I yeah. found a place. Finally, <laughs> is this almost a musical? Uh, I feel like I feel like it's almost. I feel like it's almost there. If I had one song that actually drove the plot forward, oh wait, it does. But if, they kind of draw the pots. If if it had like one more dance number, musical. Mm-hmm. So, because um, this this is where we get it right here after Eddie Arcade. Whoa, Eddie, whoa, whoa. <laughs> after I get off Eddie Arcade, I write down. There's absolutely no filler in this movie. Every second of this movie was crucial to the plot. Um, no, I don't want to hear it anymore. But. Actually, no, I'm not going to disagree because at first I disagreed at one point in the film. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you where where I change my mind later on. It'll, it'll, he, it'll happen. He thought it was too much Ofe in this movie. <laughs> then we get in on a young Willem Dafoe, which I've i like Willem Dafoe's young. William, William William H Macy. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah, I thought that was Willem Dafoe. No. Oh well, fine. <laughs> he's like he's like, come on, you got to play this record for me. That was a badass jacket though. Eddie Arcadian's gonna take my windbreaker jacket. <laughs> that <laughs> jacket was badass. Fuck. Damn. Uh, we, so, uh, so, uh, oh, wait, my bad, my bad. So. Did she already do the? You did. Oh, she didn't come in. No, no, she didn't come in. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that's why I said everything was possible. 
And then uh, she's, um, he's like, this guy's going to kill me. He really wants this video played bad. She's like, what kind of trouble are you in? And then she promises, you know, fuck your life. I ain't got these problems. <laughs> she does. She's <laughs> like, well. <laughs> like, all you got to do is listen to the video. And he was like, nah, like this dude might kill me. But I think he was over-exaggerating because when he told Eddie Arcadian that she wanted to live to the video, he was kind of like, oh, all right, cool. You're off the hook. <laughs> your debt has been paid. You tried. He must have had one of his tokens. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, to barge. Oh, no, no, no. Then we get uh, her coming down on the, singing the song, <laughs> Never Say Never. <laughs> I found a place finally. Huh? Kid, what, what kind of club is this? Um, it like, is. It, it seems to be all ages, but what? No, okay, no, no, no. So it's a, um, it's, it's a, vi- it's a video DJ TV show, which probably is a real thing. And she's oh, a video, back, she's, back a, she's a VJ. Yeah. yeah. And then it's just kids dancing in the background. Like, this show seems like it's been done before. And it has been done before. Like, there was, it was like 106 in Park. This was 106 in Park. Oh, 80s and 60s yeah. in Park. Yeah, and New, and New York. She was the hottest thing in New York right now. So, yeah. I mean, this is that that plot wasn't too hard. No, yeah. no. I was just curious. I'm like, yeah. oh, you're right. Yeah, and it was like people come in and dance and stuff like that. It was like, it was Soul Train with videos. Wait, no. That was Soul Train. Oh, yeah, okay. it was Soul Train. Let's bring that back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, rep, oh, uh, rest in peace, uh, Vanity, Show Enough, and Richie. They yeah, I, I know. I was looking at the credits of this movie and it made me a little bit sad. Yeah, they're all gone. Like Vanity, Show Enough, and Richie. Richie just died. And Vanity, no, Vanity died last year. I don't know. Richie died. Yeah, Richie died. Uh, Richie died like two, two years, two, three years ago. Damn. He no, I think they said it even um, when we went to see the 30th with Time Lock was there. All right, uh, sorry. Is it, is this the first time that that uh, Laura leaves and she almost gets kidnapped? Or yes, one of the first. Okay, no, yeah, the, the, the first time. time. Yeah. So <laughs> that kidnapping plan was terrible. Like, like he could have just drove. Like, he's like, welcome. He's like, I'm a shady limousine driver. She wasn't even like, she wasn't even alarmed. He's like, niggas get sick all the days. The driver gets sick. All you, oh, we get sick, and then like. He pulls over to let some henchmen in, but he kind of said it like creepy. Like he could have just pulled over and got the drop on her, but he kind of like hinted towards like, you better get kidnapped, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, he probably should have been a little more sly, but it's the 80s. Yeah. And so uh, enter. Leroy, enter Leroy, and he shows his prowess by beating up some henchmen. <laughs> he has like a flurry of kicks. It's yeah. oddly choreographed. But hey, he's like, cool. whoa. And then the guy says, your mother. <laughs> I was like, nice. Um, they brought a knife to a master fight. They did. Never do that. Um, Man, Laura is soaked. Yeah. No, oh, she is like, oh, okay, you saw that too. <laughs> there was some, <laughs> what did it say, juices run down her leg. Anyway, and then he helps her pick I was, was going to say from falling in the puddle. But. Yeah, oh, sorry. And so he helps her get all her stuff together, and he calls, hails her a cab, a black man hailing a cab. I was, like, I was like, this is the most unrealistic part of the film, but okay. <laughs> And then uh, he Batmaned her ass. <laughs> he did. Was he? Is that? <laughs> I think Batman stole that from him. I think so. Because this movie was out long. Was Batman batting people in the comic books? Not yet. In the eighties, I think he was still like. I don't know. I have to look it up. Hmm. I think he started Batmaning because he Batman the fuck out of her too. Like, wait, what? Where'd you go? He's like, I don't know. And even the, he Batman, he Batman the cab driver. He's like, he's right there. Oh, whoa. This guy's good. This might be a thing in another movie. <laughs> now, I guess during the tussle, he dropped his Bruce Lee medallion. Yes. It was wrong about Bruce Lee. Which is probably just filled with chocolate, mm-hmm. if, I, if I had to guess. Oh, it really was a, uh, it really was just a belt buckle. <laughs> and so, cut back to Eddie Arcadian uh, talking to Whatever the video chick name was, and he told her to fix her face, and Rocco starts laughing. Oh I yeah, like, not, huh? not not Cindy Lauper. Not Cindy Lauper. And then uh, I I like they, another scene of Leroy running back, and I just realized like kung fu shoes have no arch support. Uh, what's those are probably really uncomfortable. Yeah, like, I, imagine, I, imagine, I imagine that was the hardest part of the film. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's so used to him rocking down for years that like yeah, but you yeah, know that's terrible. You know like the scene after this of like. This is Leroy, Leroy training on the roof. Mm-hmm. Is uh, how often does he do that? Because oh, we got that before. Oh, okay, okay. We gotta, wait, hold on. We got hold on. I was like, and then so the henchmen bust into Eddie Arcadian's office, and they were like, "We got mugged." There's like thirty of them. 
black, black guys, guys. with chains. <laughs> and then the one black henchman was like, you motherfucker. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. Black guys are scary. <laughs> I got I got an actual laugh out of that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah. And so, then... Okay, you know, then they cut to Bruce Lee giving lessons. Bruce Lee was getting like... And I asked, like, how much do, do lessons cost at his dojo? I don't know. His, he, I imagine he would just say, like, I don't have a need for material items. No, no, no. no. It's called lights. <laughs> and that building you're, you're singing in. Yeah, and you don't make any money. So, I'm pretty sure he's taking, like, all Kung Fu Masters. Like, we got to keep the goddamn buildings on. And we got to keep these lights on, all right? No, I imagine, like, his his uh, his best friend takes care of that. Who's his best friend? That dude who doesn't know karate at all. Who? You know, the dude who's like, I've just mastered the art of, like, sounding. Like well, I'm- no, he's actually trained, because we find out later. Yeah, uh, he's all right. And so, Enter showed up again, because <laughs> he showed up was one of the greatest villains ever. Uh, he's like, I heard this place where we take Kung Fu lessons. I want some lessons and stuff. And he tries to... Uh, Egg him onto a fight. Then he gets the girls to try and beat him. And one of them pimp slapped him. Kudos also to show enough for having for having his gang be uh, interracial, and, interracial and, 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 and intersexual. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's back on the business. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and so they 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 accidentally hit uh, Leroy, and they immediately regretted that because they was like, "Oh shit, let me run." And then show enough was like, "Yeah, oh, you got him mad." And then he like, you know what? I teach my kids not to fight. Violence is wrong. And so he's like, you know what? Fine. Because he's doing more to show enough's ego by not fighting him than is fighting him. And of course, the half Asian kid called him, you big, what do you say? String being Rick James looking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny, actually. That was funny. And my favorite part is Beast Kill Him. <laughs> and so he's about to bang Rich next. And I was like, was he really about to murder that kid? I think he, he was about to get murdered. <laughs> Uh, so I think they they they're into some like serious crime. Yeah, I think some H is going on in the background. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the eighties, the seventies. So it's called Blue Magic. Okay. Was this movie racist at all? I don't think it was racist. I think it was just the time. Um, it's hard. It's hard to say mm-hmm. because the movie. It poked fun at a lot of tropes, mm-hmm. like uh, I think Asian tropes, and and black tropes as well. Mm-hmm. I think it was, because the you had the what made me think about. Sorry for that. Uh, what made me think about it was that the one white lady had to get up at uh, when we said it was like they said Oriental in this movie. Was like he said nigga twice, <laughs> and no one oh, cared. Oh yeah, that's about that. I think she she was being a little bit of uh, think PC about it. Mm-hmm. Not PC, but think a think yeah. piece. Like and you're re- reading too much into it. And this that's was the, the '80s when Oriental still fly. Like when it wasn't racist to say Oriental. Not like that, there was an Orient Express. Like not yeah, back then that was just it was just a different time. It, it was really but, a really a different time. This is coming off the '70s when Chinamen still flew. Because cause yeah, those uh those Asian dudes they they make like they make they make fun of like the stereotypical Asian accent mm-hmm. and just like Leroy is trying to be like the cool black dude that they want to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, we haven't got that part yet. So then we get to this movie un- unfolded pretty good. <laughs> so then we get to um, the family scene where he's training on the roof. There you go. Uh, Richie yells at him because Richie's a stone cold hater. Oh, I don't, I don't know. You know what? I wrote down. Is Richie right though? Yes, but he's also a dick. He's a, he's a dick about it, mm-hmm. but he is. But he really should. Uh, he should probably get some friends. He should get a social life aside mm-hmm. aside from training because that's, that's to children. That's not a balanced life. Mm-hmm. But he's cut up. And yeah, he, and he, he it, it all pays off. It worked out in the end. Yeah, actually. So. Uh, also, shout out to the cameo from one of the two Cosby stars in this film, Keisha Napoleon. Yep. And that's uh, that's the daddy from Good Times, right? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, uh, and uh, shout out to this movie for having a nuclear black family. Yeah, <laughs> who own who own a business? Mm-hmm. Business owning and a successful business apparently. Yeah, you wouldn't tell by the uh, uh, apartment they live in, but hey, he, he's just being modest. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. Um, then Richie starts like in on, uh, so so he uh, so 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 he's lost his medallion and he's really trying hard to find it and he sees right Laura Charles on TV and Richie knows who Laura Charles is and he was like you got to take me to her and he's begging Richie to take him to her 
uh, while they're opening up Daddy Green's uh, direct your pizza to Daddy Green's pizza <laughs> shop because they all help out because it's a family thing. All right. They helped out. They opened it. They took all the security locks off and then they left. <laughs> I noticed that too. I'm like, wait, you guys just like fuck off today. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine they're supposed to be there until like two or something. Yeah. I guess I, they I just preheated the ovens and left. <laughs> His dad was on his way. They, they might've called. Um, and so, like, Richie's, like, talking the whole time while Alfie Star is playing. I love that fucking song. Yeah, I got to have it tonight. <laughs> all, that I said to- all right. So, Richie's, like, talking about sex the whole time. And Richie's 13, 14. And by that, like, you brought that up. How mm-hmm. old is Leroy? Is yeah. He, is he in high school? Leroy, maybe 21. I would believe that. Like, either, but I'm like, how old is Richie? Because Richie's a fucking slut. Let's just keep it all the way there. <laughs> or he's a virgin that wa- that knows way too much about sex. I imagine him and his friends are pretty much into pornography. Yeah. Because I, I doubt, I can believe the one black dude gets trim. Not even Richie, because Richie talks about it too much. But the, the fat white kid, like, couldn't get up to things. Yeah, I don't think so. So, yeah. Also, Billy Blanks was almost Leroy. But apparently he's an inanimate object because the producer thought he was too born. You know the dude from uh, the yeah. kick punch and yeah, yeah, yeah. was it dope. was it called again? Uh, Taekwondo uh, something. I, see, I can't. I couldn't remember either, and I couldn't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> we had to do it in a weight training. Uh, fuck, what was it called? Taekwondo punch. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's gonna pop in my head. So another scene back to Eddie Arcadian. <laughs> and he said I was gonna let him order a la carte. And I was like, ha! that was funny. Yeah. Um, kidnapping. And so they, they he takes he takes him to see Laura Charles, and then he finds out the kidnapping thing, and it gets to the scene where Eddie Arcadian they had just kidnapped Laura Charles, and they're making her watch a terrible video, which is torture. <laughs> Uh, this part kills me every time i see this movie which is a lot (laughs) as as we discussed earlier this shit is razors on my ears i can't i can't take it (laughs) i think they're trying that hard like no that's why everybody can't be in the music business barry gordy knew he's like this music is shit i feel like he was taking a direct shot at somebody (laughs) (laughs) you think he's like yeah you He's like, Yo, y'all, y'all going to put this mediocrity shit, but we got to be fucking best our shit. And so Leroy busts in. He has to, you know, save Laura Charles. And he 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 comes in and promptly dispatches him. The Rock, Rock got hit with a chair and just went down like, I don't want to fight anymore. I think he did. He was just playing around. He's like, I don't get paid enough. I'm staying down. You ever, uh, you ever see Kung Fu Hustle? Yeah. All right. When uh, the 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 axe gang gets there, and dude that was knocked out like covers himself with dirt. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was that. <laughs> it was a rock dude. He was like, "Let me put this debris on me." Um. And Laura Charles was again looking at him like, mm, mm, "Oh yeah." Mm. He, he went full ninja for her. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, woohoo!" Yeah, so she was having happy downstairs and stuff like that. Yeah, she she invites him over after that. Uh, she's sending out all kinds of signals, smoke, yeah. text, voicemails, uh, pigeons, mm-hmm. facts. Uh, he takes her, gives her back the medallion. Wait, did we got there yet? No, yeah, yeah, we're at that part. Yeah, so she, she takes him back to the thing after he saves his life. Um, she gives him the medallion, and she was hinting heavy towards, like, we can go in the back right now. No Jimmy's needed. No Jimmy's needed. <laughs> but he's, he's you too, don't even have to pull out. He's too innocent to read to read signals. Yeah. So he just leaves. Yeah, he left. Um, so cut cut to Leroy's Green's Pizza and Cockroach is hanging out there. Two of two out of the two Cosby stars. Wait, 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 wait! No, 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 no! Oh, no, no! So she has like she 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 takes she gave him the thing and she told him not to leave and then she takes him to back to the seventh heaven and then shows him the video montage of <laughs> when did when I think did, I skipped a bunch of shit. Yeah. The bodyguard thing. No. Wait, no. I don't think I skipped a lot of shit. Anyway, so she takes him into... Because, okay. It, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So she takes him back to the seventh heaven and shows him the Bruce Lee film thing being picked up. And then she kisses him. And then Bruce Lee teaches him how to kiss on screen. And he kisses her back. And then Bruce Lee... Uh, 
goes do the Chinese connection thing, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, that's how I get in." Yeah, he goes into squeeze. I order. No, it's fine. I got you. I, I can get his, I can get his back there. I know, right, and, I, and I know how. It's fine. Uh, they go back to Leroy's pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, cockroach is there. Show enough shows up. Mm-hmm. He break he breaks up the joint. Uh, Rich, Richie is kind of he's 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 bold. He tries to defend his pops, and he gets th- thrown in the dumpster with spaghetti on his head. Uh, the mom the mom fights back a little bit. Cause she's a strong black woman. But anyway, they 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 fuck they fuck up the joint. They break Eddie Arcadian's machine. See, there's there's a connection bringing the subplot and the main plot together. Uh, Leroy shows up too late, but he sees the goons getting away in the, in their uh, '80s ass van, like the mystery machine, the show enough edition. No, no, no. Okay, all right. You missed the scene because I wrote it now. All right. So somehow we get to Suki Haki Sak Saki Su socket to me. I socket to you. And I asked, why the hell wasn't that on the soundtrack? Because that p- still pisses everybody else today. And that's when he finds some dumb goy, and we see the three Asian dudes doing their dance routine and the other Asian people laughing at them. Why are, pe- are people, are they impressed or are they like actually laughing at them? Yeah. That was, that was shitty choreography. Yeah. And so he gets there, and so this is one of the greatest scenes ever because it's the Asian dudes acting black and then the black dude acting Asian. And he said, chop, chop, holy ass, out of here. <laughs> that was funny. And so, then, show enough shows up at the pizza place, and he, who's the masters? No, when he was like, I'm looking for Leroy Green, and he was like, well, who are you? He was like, who am I? And then the goon was like, show enough. He was like, no, calm down, calm down, down. And then the fat white kid takes off his uh, spike chain, and then puts it in like he didn't want to get robbed. And oh, so, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, then, that's what happens where he... He kicks Eddie out. My favorite, another one of my favorite scenes is they're breaking up the boys. He's like, tell Leroy when he wasn't here. I was all busted up. Then, you know, the fight scene. Uh, Richie gets thrown in the garbage, <laughs> which is awesome. I know. I like that scene of him picking spaghetti on his head. Yeah. I was thinking about that when I eat spaghetti. And, um, another one of my favorite parts is he's talking. He's like, tell that punk son when you see him. And then it's the, uh, the, the Cindy Lauper character singing in the background. And he's like, who played this garbage? <laughs> and then he super kicks the DJ machine and he's like I don't own that that's not mine <laughs> and that was funny and like he said now we're back on track yeah, and him. then he sees them getting away and then Richie calls him a coward coward which, coward which echoes coward. echoes in his head as he's training yes that's always that's always good mm-hmm. um, Laura Charles catches up with him at this at this point as he's uh, sweaty and recover, <laughs> recovering from his, his training and he was crying when Richie called him cried in front of his mom um, oh yeah, and he then cuts out a single tear. Yeah, and so then he goes back and just punches. You know, had to let out the the yeah yeah uh-huh. let said, out I the said, anger. I said that yeah okay. And then Vanity walks in, and she was trying to get at the whole movie. Her Vanity's motivation. They told her at the uh, my bad, I keep on Vanity Lord Charles. They said your 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 motivation this whole movie is you're thirsty, s a f, and you want that martial large penis. That was her motivation. That's all she did the whole time. I believed if she saw Sona fight, she'd be like, well, he's not trying to get it. This dude can fight also. <laughs> but so she offers him a job at this point, mm-hmm. right? For it to, to, to the body of the guard. Yeah. Before, you know, before Whitney Houston made it cool. Mm-hmm. Who is still the greatest voice guard of all time? Body. Who is still the greatest voice of all time? No? Yes? She didn't see the best uh, Super Bowl. At National Anthem at the Super Bowl. Uh, She did at the baseball game. Yeah. But uh, Beyonce gave the best... Rendition of National Anthem at oh, the Super Bowl. I don't know. It, it was fantastic, but I, I don't know. I don't want to compare them because it's like apples and oranges. Okay. They're both they're both great in their own merits. Nope. <laughs> it's not comparing apples and oranges. They both sang the same damn song. Who sung it better? Beyonce. Whitney Houston. All right. Well, you can have that if you want to, but you're wrong. So, <laughs> so she, he, 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 um, turns her down for being a bodyguard. He's like, I got to take this mission first. Mm-hmm. This mission. And so then it shows The Rock blinged up as fuck. And don't they go, uh, is this when they start hiring the henchmen? I hate this interview. And so they're hiring a bunch of henchmen and. Oh, yeah. Taking contracts out. Taking contracts out. And then he goes find Mr. Uh, Shodov and he calls him Mr. Nuff. Which, which is pretty hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> And so he, um, he turns down the money from Eddie, mm-hmm. which lets me know. Uh, and that was a briefcase full of loot. That's that's eighties money, so that's that's a billion dollars in there. <laughs> that was like 
that 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 was the that was the, that was the GDB growth, which which made me realize <laughs> that the arcade business was pop- actually it was popping back then. Hey, it was eighty seven. Yeah, there was arcades and shit like they that. Had Tron. I mean, let me, yeah, let me let me rethink. Yeah, especially with yeah, it was eighty, so yeah, it was popping back then. And so Leroy goes find Laura Charles and tells her, you know, I'm sorry for being rude, and she was like, I got something to show you. And so they're giving a car ride, the most awkward car ride in the world. So Leroy, this I wrote down Leroy is an asshole mm-hmm. at this part. Because mm-hmm. he, it is a very awkward car ride. Yeah, but he just talk, I had this friend. He doesn't even have a paintbrush. He he just talks about himself. Like he uh-huh. doesn't even he doesn't ask about her at all. It's like she's been like trying to be kidnapped twice. Where are you? Like are you all right? Where are your parents from? Mm-hmm. What do you do when you're not being a a veg? <laughs> a veg. <laughs> um. So again, Vanity tried to fuck this whole movie. Um. But at least at this point, he he realizes it. He's just nervous because he doesn't have a paintbrush. And so um, I realized there's a, uh, there's a genre somewhere in the world. So so in this world, there's a genre of kung fu rap. Yeah, there is. And I want to be in that world. It seems, it seems like a better place. Yeah, where <laughs> rap and kung fu are just seamlessly. there. In this world, we have rap with nerdness, but kung fu rap would just be better. And not done by, you know... Asian people or other people. It was like black people rapping about Kung Fu and quite good. So she takes him back to the thing. And this is now I'm back on where she shows him the video and she shows him, she kisses him and everything. And Richie is salty as fuck. <laughs> Richie was pissed when he saw that. He was like, he wouldn't even know who he was. He was hella salty. And so that's when you get the Chinese connection to go uh, as a disguise. When did Laura have time to edit that video? She's dope at what she does. I actually asked you. Well, she's, and this has been like a couple days. Like, she had an idea. She like He likes Bruce Lee. Well, well, everybody likes Bruce Lee. He does Kung Fu and he's black, so of course he likes Bruce Lee. There hasn't been a movie called The Last Dragon yet. <laughs> she, she puts a lot of effort into this into this uh, courting of Bruce Lee, Roy. And so, uh, Bruce Lee knows, he, he, he Bruce Lee Roy now knows, in order to infiltrate the, the master's lair, he must coon it up a little bit. So he practices his, his jive talking. Hey, my man, what it look like? Hey, my man. And so he teaches them how to play craps his way. The three Asian guy, he goes back to some of them palace. Teaches the Asian guy how to get crap. They get drunk on wine and uh in and tweeds. <laughs> he's like, No, my man, I've had enough already. That was like they try to get the drop on him, uh, the, they try to get the okie duck on him and he kicks in the door and this is where he finds out some dumb is just a computer and he goes back An eighties computer. An eighties computer. And he goes back to tell the master, um, that why'd you send me oh. on this? There's a, actually an Eddie Arcane sequence in betwixt. Mm-hmm. And this is the point where I realized you're right, that there is no filler in this movie. Mm-hmm. Because this is where like the Eddie Arcadian movie actually made me have feels. Mm-hmm. When uh, the not Cindy Lauper character tells him that you ain't, you ain't shit. You're just trying to live this life. It's, and it's it's for you. It's not for the benefit of me. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You need me. Fuck off. You're treating me like shit. Going you back did- to Kew Gardens, which is in Queens. And I had she, to look it up. And she Really? Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, I'm going to go back to school. Fuck you. Elocution class for what? <laughs> what for? I'm gonna better. My, I'm gonna better myself. And the dental hygienist, which makes good money. Hey, they do. They do make good money. Yeah. And so, maybe lose my chance up. No, and that's when he goes back to the master. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he goes back to the master, and he was like, "So you sent me to find a master that doesn't exist. He was just in a computer." And so the master. Still not throwing how thick head Leroy is. He tries one more time to make him get it himself. And so he takes the fortune out of a cookie. And so he's like, all the answers you seek are right here in this cookie. And he opens it. There's nothing in there. And he's like, think, Leroy. God damn it. Why would I get the dumb one? <laughs> like, I'm trying to spell it out to you. Here's- <laughs> he's like, you don't need it. You're the master. Everything you need is inside of you. And he's like, inside of me where? Should I get a scalpel? <laughs> he's like, what do you... He's like, no, 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 it's all in your head. Oh, it's in my head, so I need brain surgery. Motherfucker, I'm leaving. I'm going to visit. I'm going. He's like, are you going on a pillage? He's like, no, that's racist. I'm going to visit my mother in Florida. Exit the master, who was a dumb master. He just had a kind of a dumbass. It, it's it's okay. Yeah. But it's time for Leroy to gear up for the final fight. Mm-hmm. And so he gets the, the, uh, the drop that they set up a masterful fight with... Um, show enough? Show enough. Let me go right back before um, Leroy talks about what happens if when someone finally has a glow, he can gr- create peace on Earth. Again, that's the third movie I need. You're right. It is setting up a lot. 
Yeah, they like, where he faces like a bigger threat than showing up. Mm-hmm. But then how what he does with the power of the glow? It sounds like once you get the power of the glow, you can like change the world. You can end world hunger and shit like that. I thought he's. I assumed he was gonna like take down dictators and stuff like that. Like what's that movie where dude reaches in the ground and the soil becomes good again? Oh, Meteor Man. <laughs> like he like he oh, yeah. like he just and then the garden will come up. Like yeah, he sounded like the glow can do so much for the world. I thought you meant my neighbor Totoro. That yeah. happens too. They stole it from a Meteor Man. All right, uh, it's time <laughs> for the final fight sequence. So I like he how is. he locks up his uh, is it Eddie? Huh? Is it his best friend's name is Eddie, half Asian guy. Half white, oh yeah, half yeah, white yeah, guy. yeah. Oh, hero. So he, he's he's gearing Eddie. Um, no, Johnny. Johnny. Because he's go Johnny. So he locks it. Well, Johnny tells him that there's a plot for him, and he gears up. Um, and Johnny wants to go fight with him, even though he can't fight. And Leroy, being responsible, he locks him up. Um, and he goes on to fight himself. Cause back to that scene, we get our first look at Barry Native, Kung Fu Master, and just dope actor all around, cool guy, Ernie Reyes Jr. Yeah, he's the best ever. He's the best ever. Uh, and his daddy, Ernie Reyes Seniors, his one, he's the one who got him into the game. Yeah, got him in the game. And so they're both. Uh, he's from San Jose. Shout out to my dude. Hope everything is well. Um, so I like to like the sequence of uh, how Eddie puts himself on the on the screen at seven, at seventh heaven. Yeah, it's like. Leroy, and then, then like a good fight scene comes out, and Leroy's hold his own. And then they get the drop on him, and then thankfully the kids can get there. Uh, obviously, it wasn't that far from Leroy's dojo, but I'm guess if they're keeping it all in Harlem, it's only like what 20, 20, 20 square blocks. Yeah, it's not, it's not a big place, to my understanding. Yeah, and I'm glad that uh, all these kids get put in danger to save Leroy's fight, mm-hmm. uh, life. But uh, they were actually really well trained because they did beat up a bunch of adults. They sure did, especially uh, pop locking. Um, Ernie Reyes Jr. has a little key. He's so cute. Put his little cheeks. <laughs> um, uh, one of my favorite, favorite and most iconic scenes in the movie is uh, Richie popping and locking out of the ropes. Which made those good tapes. What I didn't understand is how that place had motion sensors because a motion sensor went off and found Leroy O'Kara. And I was like, what kind of security do you need? Uh, what's really going on at 7th Heaven? Uh, again, a lot of implications in this movie. <laughs> And this is back in the day when motion sensor weren't a, weren't a thing all over the place. Uh, there was a Santa bit, a goon in there. <laughs> they this was like a little bit like a bootleg Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like had like exotic costumes on, and the dude is wearing like bear furs and barks. Mm-hmm. Again, Goliath. Mm. <laughs> he beat the shit out of his nunchucks and everything. Um, after that awesome fight scene, he goes to the one on one thing. And Shona, uh, again, I call it villain, asked him, Leroy, you warmed up yet? Yes. He just had lines all over the movie. When he told him to, you bring his ass to the, de- you bring his, you bring his ass to the designated <laughs> place, and I would designate him from dismemberment. That was a pretty great line. Yeah, I, I, I butchered it. Hey, man, and, nobody's perfect. Yeah. And so Leroy gets to fight. Uh, the He gets, it's, it's the final boss battle. And the mule kicks him through a door, and that unlocks Shonuf <laughs> Evil Glow. He's like, "All right, my my super meter is charged up because mm-hmm. you 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 kick me through a door." And then he gets his glow, and as he's trying to drown Leroy, which he's really gonna murder his ass. I was like, "I thought y'all just wanted to fight." <laughs> uh, Leroy, that unlocks death. Almost <laughs> certain death unlocks Leroy's glow, and his glow is better now. The glow, imagine, kind of like how you said earlier. Mm-hmm. We had, we we don't watch movies together, but it's like when we have like similar notes, is the glow is like the force. Mm-hmm. Like, showing off went to the dark side, and Leroy is is not evil. Mm-hmm. I imagine he's like pure. I imagine, I imagine that's how it works. Mm-hmm. And there's like pros and cons to each. Mm-hmm. Again, more universe. Yep. And so he unlocks his like, and then he has a montage that basically said, "You are the master." There's one place you haven't looked. It's inside you. He's like, oh, wait, no, no, okay. I see what you guys did there. I, I'm, the, I'm the master. Even Vanity got it. It's like, you look like a master to me. And so he just gives a couple roundhouse kicks to show enough and promptly, like, kicks his ass. And that was just awesome. The music the music pours on mm-hmm. that, lets, that lets the crowd know that he is indeed the last track. Yes. Great soundtrack. And then Eddie Arcadian said the coolest thing in the world. He said... A forty-five sucks, stops all this kung fu bullshit. <laughs> He's like bullets, but of course, 
he's been training his whole life for this one scene, which, he's like, which apparently he's done before. Eddie Katie shoots him in the head with perfect aim, actually. And Leroy catches a bullet in his teeth. Fun fact. Catches bullets in his teeth. Fun fact, that scene was shot in one take. Okay. It was a fake bullet. Unless yeah, they were really shooting bullets at it. No, that's time I really kept shooting that's, bullets. That's, that's the joke that he was <laughs> that it was a fake bullet. <laughs> that it wasn't a fake bullet. It was. It, it was a fake. Bullet. Yes, yes. One, one take. One take. Yes. They shot the whole movie in forty days, so that, I imagine a lot of stuff was in forty one one take. The difference between uh, Tymok and Bruce Lee. What? What? Go on. Tymok caught the bullet. <sighs> it's been a great show, everybody. <laughs> Eddie Arcadian gets stung up with the chain. (laughs) God damn. That was the most asshole thing you've ever seen. (laughs) Uh, Then they go back to 7th Heaven and everybody dances. Can you teach me some moves? I'd be oh I'm glad oh man if we were if if we were huge I wouldn't have told that joke we're <laughs> <laughs> alone to tell the joke it that joke is still too soon it's been forty years it is too soon <laughs> like you don't tell that joke but uh, let's let's talk about the film and 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 how, why why have we seen this movie so many times it's childhood and it didn't stay there some nostalgic things like stay nostalgic like. I used to love Total Recall when I was a kid. I watched Total Recall as an adult. This movie's shitty. Yeah, this movie is is, is still fun. Provides like a lot of good levity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's that it's that go to black movie that uh, HBO used to go to every other year. Man, that's why I seen this movie so many times. Yeah. <laughs> HBO will play this shit all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not talking about like when we were kids. I'm talking about like a few years ago. They'd be dropping this shit in. Like it's their it's their one movie. I mean, I, there's somebody at programming that schedules some shit <laughs> and be like, you know what time it is. <laughs> he was like, you know what I feel like watching? Say no more, fam. Um, I imagine that's a fun job. Yeah, it's a movie you can watch over and over again. It's fun. I never thought about it like that, but yeah, I'm gonna put it on my list now. Mm-hmm. And this is bef- this is without TBS. <laughs> Do you- oh, my other question for you is. Can this movie rebooted be rebooted, and would you enjoy it? I am gonna say yes, but you got to keep the same spirit. Yeah, I, I think it's a uh, more. It's even more doable today. Like this, like all the themes in this film are still are still culturally culturally relevant. Mm-hmm. I here's the thing. I don't think it needs to be rebooted because you're never gonna make a show enough. There's never gonna be a time lock. There's not. Vanity's gone. Everybody's gone. But I think you could start it. For you, there could be a three and there could be a prequel because like there's a movie back there somewhere and it might just be only for us spend like 20 million dollars on it all you got to do is catch a bullet or something like that <laughs> but the third movie would be a good and there's a, there's a universe man like what has he been doing with the force for the la- i mean the uh the glow for the last 30 years because he was talking about changing the fucking world actually yeah time i can still do it so yeah, I don't see so, why not. Yeah, and he he was like, yeah, fine. And if it was written good, like there is like he's been had the glow for like thirty years. He still looks young as hell. Damn it, I guess he can even play his his younger self. <laughs> like don't crack, baby. He doesn't eat cereal, so. Mm-mm. So I'm just saying, like, there's a third movie. There's a, there's a prequel and a third movie out there about what he's even doing for the last. Like, we're about to learn what the hell uh, Luke's been doing. Like seventy years later, yeah. Like really, like in in December we learned what Luke's been doing after uh, Kylo Ren killed his. Uh, I think he's just been looking at the ocean. That was the first time he's turned around in years. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh my neck, it's a bitch right now." <laughs> yeah. All right, got anything else before we wrap up? Never wrap it up. Shout out to Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen, uh, Shannon Sharp, and Kamala Harris. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Y'all are awesome. Mm-hmm. Visit us, at, yeah, visit us at allpodcastmatter.com. Listen on iTunes and SoundCloud or your favorite podcast app. If you leave us a review, that would really uh, help grow the show. Yeah, you guys are being dicks about these old reviews. If if you're a fan, also tell somebody. We'd also appreciate matter that. Fact, matter of fact, the people that normally tweet us, we're going to ask you, have you left a review yet? If not, we're, you, you're cut off. <laughs> 
there's a lot of motherfuckers that review, like, the talk, tweet us, and we be backing at y'all. Have you reviewed the shit yet? Y'all listen to the show. Review the shit. All right. Uh, thanks. <laughs> two up, two down. Fuck Donald Trump. <laughs>